I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Two, three. Welcome everybody to another episode of Reasonable Wrestling. It is I, the most high. Chris, I'm here with my tag team partner, CT, a.k.a. Chitty Bang. What's, What's going up? on, Chitty? What's up, everybody? Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. Uh, I'm doing well. How are you doing, bro? I'm doing good, man. What's, what, tell everybody where they can find us at, bro. Go ahead and hit them with the intro. The intro, the, the pleasantries. Uh, find us at RW Podcast one on Twitter. You can find us at Reasonable Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. Pretty much everywhere else is Reasonable Wrestling and YouTube, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. Uh, and, and tell these, let these niggas know why they should be fucking with us, dog. Because we are the true, real, raw, unedited, underground of professional wrestling podcasting. Now, if you don't know, now you know. And if you listen to us on SoundCloud... Shout out to you and props to our SoundCloud listeners. If you listen to us on iTunes, shout out to y'all and props to y'all on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes for sure. Yes, please rate, rate us and, and show us some love. Um, uh, so, yeah, how was, how was your week, bro? How was your week of reasonable wrestling or wrestling, let's just say? Um, my week of wrestling was all right. Um, it was, it's a lot that we're going to probably pretty much have to get into. Um, from pretty much as they say in the wrestling world, from bell to bell, um, mm-hmm. from Saturday to Saturday, we've had a pretty action-packed week. Last week when we recorded, uh, it was the day of um, Full Gear, um, or right Full Gear, AEW's Full Gear, um, that we recorded, but we recorded before then and, and everything uh-huh. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since, we since, never got a t- chance to talk about Full Gear. Since now, since it happened, it's a week after, um, do you have any takeaways from that show, or do you want to... Do you want to go ahead and put that in this in our, in our AEW bubble of when we're going to I talk? Mean, I mean, do you want to take it chronologically, or do you just want to just go into I mean, AEW? Can, no, I mean, we can talk full gear real quick and then take it back for sure. We can you go know, ahead so and talk full gear. We, y'all haven't heard from us since full gear, so let's go ahead and get that. All right, out so the way. full gear. I'm going to give AEW. I'm going to give them a B plus. Honestly, I'm going to give them a, a, a B plus as far as the show. I did not purchase it because you got to. I'm treating AEW. As a, like on a fair plate, you know, y'all show me something, I'll buy. I buy it. I've already bought it with for all in. I already bought it with double or nothing. I I purchased it on the Bleacher Report. 
um, television uh, channel or, or app, app or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one just didn't grab me, so I did not buy it. Okay. I put my money where my mouth is. Bet. I was not excited for Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes, even though I think they did their own version of storytelling in the match. Cody Rhodes has a really strong storytelling structure to all his matches, which I like personally. Um, even with Sean Spears, I, it, even though the match wasn't great, I like the way he tells his stories in the ring. I like the way Cody Rhodes goes about telling his story in the ring, getting people involved, having moments with the crowd or, or you know, Cody Rhodes' mother. Um, I think it would have been a little bit more impactful if he told a better story, though, going into the match. Mm-hmm. I think they would have told a whole better story with uh, you know, him just being this uh, anti-authority heel, uh, but Cody Rhodes being this guy who, who's created this company who we, uh, as fans, can attach to as a babyface, but they, I think they just lacked... I think they told Cody's story very well, but they lacked with Chris Jericho's purpose in AEW. And Chris Jericho's kind of position in AEW. He's a champion, La Champion. He's like, but what does that mean to him? It just means that he's he should come. He should come off as a guy who's like, listen, AEW was made for me and my ego. Like, pretty much come off as like, this company is made for me to show why I'm the best and I'm the greatest of all time. So pretty much, I'm going to be champion forever. And he did do some shit with Inner Circle with the with the spoof on Cody last week. I gave props to, um, and I think there, that's a pivot in the right direction. Uh, as far as inner circle and Chris Jericho's image with AEW. But if he came in as a real dastardly heel going into this rather than this obnoxious guy who I probably would have been a little bit more um, invested in buying mm-hmm. in and, and mm-hmm. watching this match. But I think they had a, a, a decent showing. Uh, when you told me the six-minute time limit and they're going to judge it, I was like, I, I was too high to even comprehend it last week. But that's absurd, honestly, for a title match to end that way. However, it does add a little bit of intrigue to the day when it does happen. Uh-huh. It's going to call controversy, and people are going to talk about it. So AEW put planting those seeds for the day when it comes where a title is changed by a judge. Uh, that's going to be a moment. I feel like so I'm going to give them. A, uh, I'm not going to kill them too much on that. But I do think it was. I'm glad they didn't go that route this match. Okay. You know, I'm glad that Cody Rhodes got the, had MJF throwing the towel, uh, and. I thought that was a good heel turn. I know, I think that the MJF heel turn needed to happen sooner or later. You said it last week that MJF has to turn. Now, yeah. Cody didn't win the title, but MJF did turn. And that kind of puts MJF in, in his own box. And we'll talk more about MJF when we get to AEW, um, their Dynamite show. But as for Phil Gear, I thought it was a good show overall. Then, then I want to give a, a quick shout-out to, to um, John Moxley and Kenny Omega. A lot of people were talking some shit about that match, saying, oh, it's, it's, it's unnecessary, it's unnecessary violence. Guys, John Moxley left WWE to do this type of wrestling. Literally, he left WWE to, to find what he create to create his own type of art in the in what we call wrestling. And I love John Moxley matches. Honestly, I personally think that the hardcore element has been missing in wrestling for a minute on the, on t- television. And I think he brings that back in a way that is digestible. Now he's only done it on pay per view shows, you know, which is good. So on the on a television show. He's having regular matches, you know. Uh, you, you, you can, you know, people can debate whether that he's a good worker or not. I, I don't mind his wrestling, but uh, as far as his, his main his pay per view matches, what he had with uh, he had one with uh, Joe, Joe Janela, yes, and then it was just Kenny Omega, and then he also, I mean, he, he attacked Kenny Omega back on Double or Nothing. I think John Moxley is a star for AEW, and I think that moving forward they should build around him. Um, the tag team division, the tag team division is on fire. They had great matches all night. You know, as I said, 
AEW has the best tag team division in, in wrestling, and I think they uh, um, had two outstanding matches that night, too. So when you put all that together, also give a quick shout-out to the women's division. Riho and Sakura, uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying it the right way, but they had a really well-put-together match, even though I don't have any connection with these two women whatsoever as far as characters, as far as having caring about the match. I didn't Going in, I didn't care about the match, but the match was very well put together. They had a great match. Other than that, um, full game, I might be missing something that was big, but uh, that's what stood out to me, and that's what I can remember from a week ago. Yeah, um, I think the only thing that Matt, I think the only thing that you may have been missing from last week is probably um, Pac and uh, Hangman. I mean, but they did it again on Wednesday, so yeah. you know that that was that. That was um, the match, yeah. yeah and, you, and I'm trying. And, and Hangman, he's he's growing on me. I'm not gonna lie, he's growing on me. Is he's I still think they gotta turn him heel or something because I'm not. Yeah, he, he he's growing on me though. Well, you pretty much gave gave the analysis of full gear because realistically, um, I saw um, full gear uh, Hulu highlight, uh, a YouTube highlights. But so, that's the same way I did it. Yeah, I did so, YouTube highlights and and then whatever they posted I, I, on YouTube, I I, ch- I took it checked it out to, to go over it one more time. And I didn't pay for it because I wasn't. They didn't. They didn't buy my ticket. They didn't earn it. Yeah. So, but I'm. I'm not somebody who's not going to purchase it in the future. No, for sure. I mean, and, and good... I think that they had some good progression um, going on, going along with 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 uh, with their um, storylines, and I think that leads me into my high spot of the week. Uh, you know, to go into the week that was of the current mm-hmm. week of wrestling. Um, my high spot is story storytelling. Um, from as 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 um, as early, I mean, I'm sorry, as um, as recently as SmackDown goes, story the watching watching how SmackDown continues to be a show in the midst of the Survivor Series. That's great storytelling for me. Mm-hmm. Same thing with NXT. That's great storytelling to me. And I also will want to, um, as much as I shit on AEW, I want to give them um, props for their ability to now, within six weeks, be able to have some storytelling that I can get into. Um, I'm not so much, too much sold on um, MJF and Cody Rose, even though, because it was telegraphed. Like, I mean, again, yeah. you have to let shit play out. I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? Um, having having MJF coming as a baby was never a good thing. I he wasn't a baby because everybody knew he was a heel the entire time. You know, he was acting as a heel the entire time, but just attached to a baby as far as. So we're sitting there like this nigga's clearly gonna turn. Any wrestling fan saw that coming a mile away. So obviously, but it, but it needs to happen and it happened. You know, I'm glad we didn't wait and stretch it out. I'm glad they did it. Um, but you know, <coughs> um, going back to storytelling, like I said. Pocket Hangman, uh, Pocket Hangman, um, that's continuous storytelling um, um, throughout from the very first press conference that they had in Jacksonville um, when they were trying to jockey for a position of who's going to be um, AEW's first champion. Um, even even to the storytelling of um, what's going to happen next week um, with. Uh, 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 um, uh, a private party versus uh, um, Santana and Ortiz. 
Um, uh, what happened in the week that was uh, a wrestler passed in, in the community. I was very beloved. Um, the and I, I can um, I don't want to be disrespectful, so I'm gonna go ahead and, and look up who the wrestler passed. Uh, um, just just recently, I believe his name was Matt 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 something. Um, but it, this, was it Matt Travis? Matt Matt, Tra- Matt was it Matt Travis? I believe. Um, I'm sorry, I don't want, I don't want to mispronounce. No, the name, but... just give me give me one moment. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, as, 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 even going back to 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 what I said as far as storytelling, they're gonna allow private party in LAX yeah. to uh, Matt Travis. Yes, it was Matt Travis. Yes, so um, rest in peace, Matt Travis. Uh, tra- uh, from what I understand, it was a travesty of a, of an accident, a hit and run. I, I believe uh, twenty five years old. Um, I believe that's what his age is. I'm not reading the Guinness all off the top. Um, but the storytelling of letting them wrestle in his memory because, you know, they have a relationship with them from, from HOG, uh, uh, House of Glory. Um, you know what? You know, that, I don't think that's so much storytelling, but I really fuck with it because wrestler, wrestlers pass away and we, we go through this every, every year wrestling. And WWE sometimes acknowledges things, sometimes they don't. Right. Yeah, to yeah, acknowledge yeah, yeah. a wrestler that's not even never worked for your company, you guys don't know, but you understand that the guys that work for your company are impacted, are, for- are impacted by this, and people in the community are impacted by this, this this wrestler's impact. And then giving a tribute on your television show, I think is is, is amazing. I think that's super honorable of AEW and um and those two and the four gentlemen. I hope you guys kill it on, on Wednesday. Rest in peace, uh, Matt Travis. I. Wasn't familiar because I haven't been watching HOG, but clearly he he was a uh, a brilliant worker and people uh, and, and and a brilliant guy. So people have, were um, just showing their respects this week, and we just want to show our respects as well. For and sure. I'm looking forward to that match. I'm looking forward to that match as well. And 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 um and I hear what you're saying. Like you know, it's not so much storytelling; it's just being kind of decent. Mm-hmm. But um, having the ability to have people to honor him, mm-hmm. um, I think tells a great. It tells a great story about mm-hmm. honestly who you are as as a as a as a, as a company, mm-hmm. um, the people within the company uh, that are going to work in his honor. It, it tells a story because now this is this this goes back to essentially what's about to happen is you're going to have two baby faces to go. Out there to kill it in the name of something, yeah. which, if you tell a story correctly, it can work. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, uh, beyond the travesty of of of, of why um, it's happening, um, if there's a story to be told, wrestlers have the ability, and wrestling has the ability to tell great stories and have an emotional, and have an emotional connection. That's real, to, exactly. You know, that's really to, to speaks true. You know, I remember when. And I don't like to, I don't want to get into a whole conversation on wrestlers uh, passing away, but when Eddie passed, you know, and they did those tribute tribute matches, it's just for that moment, you know, kind of like, and that's why I looked at it as not storytelling, because like just for that moment, they're just having a match in the honor. Well, I, you know, I, and and, and to not even we didn't have a we didn't have a pre show about this at all, but Eddie's mm-hmm. passing was this week, uh, last week, last this this past week, I believe. Okay, um, the anniversary of his passing. Mm-hmm. Rest um, in peace. And I went back and I watched. His last TV match against Mr. Kennedy on uh-huh. SmackDown, and then I watched um, the the SmackDown, the two SmackDowns after when it was live. Uh-huh. Then uh, because the SmackDown yeah. after he passed was taped, and seeing Batista come out there and was just broken. Yeah. 
I'm, I watch that back now and I'm like, man, it's not distasteful. Yeah. It's not. It's not. But it was, in a way, um, uh, a story to be told, but it was told differently. Um, I think the story that's told that, is just a story and, and, of, of, their, of, of their, the love for, for this, for this, this, this It's like what he meant to the business, exactly. what he meant to the, the, them as people, exactly. as friends. And, and, and that's... Because at the end of the day, when you put on a television show and something like that happens, it's like the show goes on. But how does the show go on in a manner where um, it's tasteful? And, and then they find a way to do that. They, they try and, to. And it's like throw all that other stuff out the way. And they try to, you know, um, for the people that work for WWE. But this is, I just want to give a shout out to ADL because he, 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 he works for HOG. And they're having that on their, on their, on their platform, which I'm looking forward to the match. And... Um, that's crazy though. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that, Eddie was this week. Yeah, 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 that was good. But in that, and speaking of you know SmackDown, who, which at the house that Eddie built, you mm-hmm. can say you know For what real. I mean. Like, um, you know, the storytelling of of, of uh, the subtleness of of um, the the Miz, Daniel Bryan, okay. and 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 uh, and, um, and uh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. The the, the the interweaving of the stories of how. Those three people do not have a connection to each other, but the connection is we don't fucking like each other. And they told it very well. Having the Miz go back and forth as a tweener was yeah, fantastic. Exactly. It's where he fits. It's where he fits. He's the original MJF. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shout out to Mike Mazzana. <laughs> the original Malcolm, uh, what's his name? Matt, Malcolm, Mark, Malcolm, Ma- Malcolm J. Freeman. Like Mark Malcolm. Maxwell. Maxwell. J. Freak. Freeman. Well, we yeah, can't Maxwell. like MJF that much. We don't know the motherfucking name. <laughs> nah, MJF was cool. MJF was cool. Um, no, but you're right. The Miz was like the first MJF. He is that uh, obnoxious heel, kind of just uh, uh, the Hollywood guy. You know, he has money. You know, he's that's why you hate him. Um, His Burberry is real. <laughs> His Prada's is real. His Gucci is real. I mean, his wife's body may not be, but <laughs> is, is is it all real? <laughs> I wanna, I'm not sure if "real" is the thing first thing that comes to mind when I say like my, I see Mike, the like my nigga, like my nigga Larry June was saying. But the program was real, real. I just gotta ask. No, but the, <laughs> but the the program was very real because real to the path of wrestling that we watched. With the Miz, the inter, the, inter, the you know their relationship, how they don't like each other. The Miz and Daniel, Daniel Bryan's past, Miz's past with Daniel Bryan, it all came into into impact on that segment. And I was kind of I had question marks going into that segment, honestly. But I shouldn't doubt my boy Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan kills it every single time. No way he's on a pro when he's in a promo, when he's in the ring. Um, you can see that this guy's passion for the business is still at an all time high. Yes, Honestly. and I think uh, that I mean passion was the word of the day when uh, uh, when when Dan Bryan delivered that promo. Yeah. As far as like I he has good. he has passion and passion mixed with mental instability, uh, and then Bray Wyatt knocks on the door and like, "Hello, somebody <laughs> said mentally <laughs> unstable, huh? Hello." Okay, yes. Hi, how you doing? My name is Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Welcome to the fight. <laughs> So essentially, I mean, that's that, exactly I what mean, happened. And, yeah. and honestly, um, the storytelling of how Daniel Bryan isn't all like he hasn't committed to going back, baby. Yeah, 
Yeah. But at the same time, like, he'll never really fit him. But the story of Daniel Bryan is a complex one, but simple. It's simple. I want to fucking wrestle at any cost. You know what I mean? I want to wrestle at any cost. And I don't just want to wrestle. I want to be champion. Yeah. And listen, who who what, what can help me do that? Okay, I got to be AJ Styles who had the title for what? 400 You don't fucking need it no more, bitch. I just came back from neck fusion <laughs> surgery, nigga. I left Birdie at the crib, nigga. I left <laughs> Bree at the crib, nigga. They got me being a fucking general manager. I'm about to kick you in the balls, nigga. It's a wrap. I feel that. I, can, I understand uh-huh. it. By any means uh, necessary. You know what I mean? And, yeah, he came back from injury. Came back you know, from you injury. really... That's the story. That's like, the story. I'm mentally unstable for this shit. Uh-huh. For what? For what? To to get fucking cheers and booze from thousands of people who don't fucking know me? <laughs> I'm stupid, nigga. I'm risking paralysis. But it's... It's it's, it's, the it's perfect a perfect story. story. And then you have Bray Wyatt, who's a juxtaposition in his own crazy madness. He's like the Joker, who's like just teasing him. Oh, you know, you're not really about it. You you, you, you want to go back? To you want to go yes, back? You're gonna go back to yes because the passion, yeah. the pa- like, and I and and Bray's, I believe, story is: listen, your passion is fueled by them. Uh-huh. Niggas love the American Dragon. Niggas uh-huh. love the the yes movement. Yeah. Niggas love the story that you told in the ring and that you told with your career of defeating the odds because you give them hope and that's passionate. But I'm here to break that shit, nigga. <laughs> because soon as you do what and I fucking want you to do, I'm a kill that shit. And that's the thing. As soon as you do what I want you to do, uh, he wins because exactly. he's champion already. Exactly. Like it's like he's and he and he he approached Daniel. It's like it's a Joker thing to do. Joker, you know, he he uh, he's chan- like Joker be Joker in the comics, he he runs shit. But if Batman, um, he's trying to get Batman to kill him. He, he's trying to get Batman. He's trying to provoke Daniel Bryan to go back to yes. It was like a real, and that's some. I, I don't know how to even explain it. That's real storytelling. That's intricate. You know, that's storytelling. I, I can sink my teeth into. Where I'm like, shout out to Bruce as a, as a wrestling fan. Like, shout out oh, to Bruce. Okay, shout, shout out to Bruce. Shout out to fucking Bruce because. If, if if we're gonna to listen to the Godfather, the Power Father, as they call him, uh, Conrad Thompson, uh, go listen to something to wrestle with. I, and you can't tell me that Bruce's passion for the business of telling a story that's uh-huh. cohesive is not there when you look at this. Yeah, and if he has any indication, if he had, if he's if he's handling this angle. Or, or just producing it. If he's producing this, because angle, yeah. Daniel Bray can tell Daniel Bray and Mike can tell that story without nobody getting involved. True. But you need someone to be with you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like a writer, director, and an uh-huh. actor, they all have to and like put it all be together. with someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they have to be together. And they all have um, history with each other, so it's like they're so, they've they've done this before with exactly. each other. So it's gotten to a point. Whereas, of course, that segment should have been a smash, you know. And I, at least for for people like us who want that storytelling and wrestling, um, and for niggas who who write think pieces about wrestling, like my ass just did. Like I don't even know. What the, I don't know if it's that intricate. I don't know if it's that complex, but it makes me think, mm-hmm. and I like that. It's the same thing with an action flick. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I don't just need niggas sparking it off. I need to know who like 
what the heist is about. Yeah, exactly. I need to know why this. It can't cop just be ends. like niggas shooting and Bruh, grabbing money. <laughs> a cop that's dirty that turned good only like I'm watching Point Interest again. The show, okay. right? The show is about a guy, billionaire. He created what we all fear right now. He created the eye in the sky. He created. This the thing that listens, sees, and hears. He created it, uh-huh. and sold it to the government. But now he's on the other side, and the machine that he creates, the machine that he creates, predicts people who are in trouble. Okay. So point of interest, a person uh-huh. of interest. Okay. So now you just have to watch the show, and every episode, it's a different person of interest. But every episode, it continues to build the story. Of the main people, okay. why, who, where, how okay. they got to be intricate. That's cool. That's wrestling. It's wrestling. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Fine as a motherfucker, dude, <laughs> nigga. God damn. Yo, but that's 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 when you want to when you want to go down and uh, zoom in on it. Um, that's there's no there's no plot holes. I mean, I like at least and they went out there and performed it, and I'm now even more excited to see Dan Bryan. And uh, because it and, looks and, like and, right and now, Bray, Bray, it looks like Bray, it looks like Bray has a hit list. Yeah, it looks like Bray looked at Cody Rhodes and said, "I see a list. <laughs> I raise you one." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bray <laughs> is coming off as a as a as a total heel who has a hit list, uh, who's demented, who's crazy. Yeah, he, he, and. and and shout out to Bray. That's right. And, and, and he changed the title. He got he, he got, got the blue. I would have made it a little bit got more. Got the nip crib going on. You <laughs> feel me? I would have made it a little bit more custom for Bray because you know you got an opportunity here with the funhouse shit. However, um, that yeah, would have been fire. The blue is for SmackDown. But they, have they, to it. they haven't. You you know why? You know they haven't sold a blue belt yet. That's why. Okay, <laughs> we sold a black one. We sold a red one. We sold a white. one. We ain't sold a blue one and SmackDown is 20 years. Bray, turn it blue. We about to sell 50,000 of the motherfuckers by Saturday. That's the truth. Honestly, when you look at it, <laughs> nigga. No, it, 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 it's business. When you look at it, and that's what, that's, that's, that's what we're talking about here. It's business. Um, it's business. Bro, they about, hey. to, they about to move. But it's Units. perfect timing because he's on SmackDown. Perfect. And that might be why they brought him over there, too. And Christmas. Cha-ching. Oh, but you think it would make more money with a with a blue belt or a bray belt? Bro, no. You sell more units right now. I'm just making it holiday season right now. Niggas wanna buy shit. We buying the new women's tag belts. That's icy. Mm-hmm. We buying the new universal I mean the the new UK joint that's super icy. Okay. Shout out the uh what's her name? Billy uh, Kelly Bill um the, I don't know. Sorry. I think it's the Lisa. women's champion out there in UK. Y'all title fire, fire. I would, I, it was, I would walk around with a women's title, man. We've said that plenty of times on this show. That oh, women yeah, the UK, women's that championship, women, yeah. man. Them drinks is icy, but yeah, yeah. I need, I, I, I need to look at the NXT women's championship. I, I forgot how it looks. But no, you make more money because the universal title has been the red universal title has been on the market for sale. Since what July of let's say August of 2016 when Finn got hurt, mm-hmm. so for pretty much three years they've sold yeah. that belt. Now, <laughs> <laughs> <Is> that time, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it's that time. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. It's, it's, but it's perfect timing. It's SmackDown, Fox, Bray, you know. Uh, money, you know, money, money, you know, money. Everybody so has so a so price, dog. And uh, for SmackDown replica belt, the price is three ninety nine. Three ninety nine, really? Four hundred, bro. Damn, yo. That's four hundred, four twenty five, four fifty. Not five hundred. Like you spent niggas customized agent, bro. Remember the homie we saw in New York with the customized oh, yeah. fucking ROH Matt, yo, shout uh, out to him. bro. That, the Matt Taven belt. That yeah. shit was icy. Shout out to my homie Chris. He got married too. Yeah, I think they proposed that. Out of MLW show. Uh, MLW. Shout out to MLW. Shout out to my man Myron Reed out there. I uh, won in the MLW. We just fall into shit. Myron Reed, um, he um, won MLW's middleweight champion off of Teddy Hart last Saturday when I couldn't go to the show. So shout out to the homie. You know what I mean? That that was good shit, man. Yeah, shout out to Myron Reed, man. Um, out, oh. outside of um, outside of SmackDown, something else that was fire. Um, Smack the, um, Revival and New Day were having a really good match. They did. They, they, they were having, having a really, really good, good match. match. Um, um, until my guy showed up. And anytime gang shows up, it's gang. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know? Nah, um, I fuck with that beatdown. That, that beatdown was ill. You know, I, I'm always a big fan of proper beatdowns in wrestling. Uh, Undisputed Era put an ass whooping on them. And, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, that I doubted your debut last oh, week. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> no, no. okay. I didn't doubt the debut. No, no, no. But this was a, this was a good. This was some good shit. Um, I think they were, it was, the debut was crowded. You know, so that's what it was. It was crowded with a whole bunch of other people. This felt like Undisputed Era. This uh, felt like Undisputed Era? And Wrecking Shop on Arrival and New Day. It's a good, it felt like a good moment for me. Uh, and... It was right, I, and it's so it's so healing because it was really a good match. Like it was really a good match. I was actually invested in seeing. Okay, well, Revival pulled this one out. So I wanted them to. Yeah, I was I was invested in the match. They and you know that dive from Kofi to break up the pin that was amazing. Uh, but yeah, Undisputed Era got me interested for that 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 three way too. You know, did uh, they do anything with the with the Viking Raiders on Raw? Um, Viking Raiders wrestled the UK the UK uh, tag Mark Mark Flash Morgan and okay. Mark Andrews. Okay, okay, yeah, uh, I didn't see that. Um, um, yeah, so they. But shouldn't they, they be like just building with undisputed and New Day in some way? Like, shouldn't like? I mean, honestly, they were. It was taped. It was. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Raw was taped. They were in the UK, so they got right. they got the NXT UK guys over. So All they right. still kind of did something with. With NXT, All it right. just wasn't with that particular. And then they had uh, Imperium. Yeah, yeah and I'm then Imperium was a uh, shout to um, Imperium. And and we, we talk about you know as we say you know Raw hasn't been that memorable. Um, Raw did present us with some good. I, I think that Montez. That's it. Montez. Montez that's it. That's it, man. But he's I'm... enough, dog. He's <laughs> enough. Super fire, my nigga Montez. Montez for no, no, like real life. This shit on me too, dog. Yeah, happy Veterans so Day. So happy, happy Veterans Day. Happy 244th birthday to you, my nigga. Yeah. Word. Um, but for real though, like, I, Raw, to me, has been the, like, for the past six weeks, since they debuted all the new shows and the new seasons, Raw has been the one that's been slacking more than any show on a consistent basis. As far as the, what they've been writing, as far as what they've been, not the, not, not the work in the ring, because there are good matches on Raw, but as far as their production, uh, and writing shit that ties everything together, I'm not seeing it to the par. Of, so your low spot is Paul Heyman. I gotta give it to Paul Heyman, man. Um, and I, <coughs> I love Paul Heyman, but 
if he is the guy behind this Lashley Lana thing, boo, dude, you're going over the top. I mean, I get it, but like he's he's like, okay, fine. If this is bad, we're gonna hit the gas on this and make it real bad. Like, <laughs> let's hit the gas on this shit. You you guys want crazy? We're gonna take it even over the top. Uh, your baby cheated. Uh, I had sex with Lashley. This like, what the fuck is going on? With this program, it's taking up, it's just sucking the air out of the room for Raw. When I look at it as a show, uh, for me, and then I see good matches, and then they have the um, they're, they're, Andrade they're, and Cedric was a good match, Andrade and Cedric was a good match, but then there's no like building with the NXT Triple H thing that I was interested in weeks ago. It was cool, but then they had Imperium on, so they didn't build with like that whole kind of like Triple H kind of enticing uh, Seth to go to to go to like. With NXT and building through that angle, what they did, it's already done. He's captain. He's captain now. He's captain of the Raw squad. He made it. He he. he you he, still have a segment with with him and like trips. I think that you just keep pushing that. I down. know. I don't want. You know why? We done that. All right. We blown that off. He got this King Slayer thing because he's no. I'm the not King. saying they're gonna have a match. No, no, no. I know. You know but, what I mean? I, I feel you, but. The continuation of that storyline has ran its course because we haven't had that long of a gap. If not that, yet. if he's king, if he, if he okay, we'll put it this way. Let me break it down. If he's going to be, if he's going to be uh, the captain for Raw at Survivor Series, you know, right now they're putting him in matches with Imperium. They're putting him in matches, uh, and, and just as far as on the mic and building an angle towards this, like I'm excited for the woman because they keep you know having interactions. I want to see what they're doing with that with that match. Who and is, is it like just run-ins? Is that what we're just doing? I want to see more kind of writing as far as the storytelling. Hey, he's the first NXT champion. What like you know? But he's gonna try to you know stop NXT out. You know, he's like nah. You know, this is where it at. This is this is raw. This is this is I'm the captain of this team, and I'm gonna I've been holding it down for this many this many years, and I'm and as much as it hurts me, I'm gonna have to kill the thing that I started. You know, and it, it, obviously, now you know, that will be dope. You know, and tell me story. A dope, that's the dope promo. Yeah, for him to say that. Listen, I was an XT. I was next, and now I am Monday Night Rollins. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like so, like that. That's a good story. That's good writing. I like that. that you know, that's how, if they I gave like, me something like, like that, that, I like that. I like you know, that. If they if they and uh, the tag <laughs> stuff is cool, uh, but I don't. I'm not. Nothing there got me said. Hey, I want to tune into. Uh, next week, or I want to tune into what's going to happen on Survivor Series. What? No, no, no. I, I, to, I'm totally the opposite. Everything. Because, listen, you know what? You know why they don't need a storyline to tell me that it's Shinsuke, AJ, and Roddy Strong. Oh no, not for that. I, I, I know, not for that. I, one. I, I know, but I'm saying also, also, listen, Shayna, Becky, and Bailey is good. So I'm checking that off. The tag team, I feel you as having. A I'm bite. saying as far as. Listen, I know I'm I'm, I'm I'm there for the matches. I'm there for the matches. As a television show, put it that way. As a television show, I don't think anything that night got me excited for the... Like, did it, it's, wrestling's supposed to draw you through. I'm like, oh... They still is, have another week. That's why. All right, yeah. And, 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 down, and, and, down, and, and Raw was taped. Yeah. That's why. Right, that's right, a, so and that's why. And that's right, giving, cool. I'm giving them a pass because Raw was taped. Raw was taped last Friday. Okay. So Raw was taped... Last Friday when they taped SmackDown, so because I told you like before the podcast, NXT is my favorite thing of the week. 
Then it's I actually t- have been watching they, more AEW uh, after that. But they like, tell AEW what, uh, Smack it's NXT AEW SmackDown for me, and SmackDown SmackDown AEW kind of interchangeable. But that's how I think that consistently the writing is for the week, or how you pull somebody through uh, a tel- as a television show. I mean, I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna I'm not counting Raw. Raw gets a buy. Okay. Raw gets a buy. I got you. Raw gets a buy because I hear what you're saying about nothing on Raw got me to Survivor Series, but as a company, the umbrella. Of course. No, yeah. I, and I know Raw. Raw missed it. Raw missed the mark, but NXT picked up because for one, uh, we haven't talked about Wednesday night yet. Mm-hmm. Um, NXT went off the air, as you say. You you're interested in the women's um, the women's um, uh, uh, war games. Or the women in period, period, because the women and the writing, we haven't seen this level of intricacy of mm-hmm. storytelling with women. Shayna, yeah. the night before Survivor Series, has a, a, a War Games match, and she didn't have a fourth. Yeah. And one of her girls went to battle yeah. to get the advantage of that <laughs> War Games match. And as she finds out her fourth and gets the advantage, her high went completely low because Bailey comes back to get her comeuppance yeah. because she has a match after the War Games match. So uh-huh. the storytelling should yeah. be Shayna should be bait. She, be, she should be fresh meat bait coming into Sunday. We mean she should be bait, bro. She should be getting ate by the fucking big fish, coming Survivor Series because War Games will have put her through the ringer. Ah, uh, so she's she's wounded. All right, she's a wounded animal, and therefore, what do ha- what happens in the jungle when you're a wounded animal? You get taken out. That should be the story. That is what I expect to mm-hmm. see because the level of writing has been there for me. They okay. haven't missed the mark yet. Yeah. I got you. They haven't missed the mark yet. Mia, uh, Mia, Mia Yim Mia and, and Io Shirai, main eventing NXT in the, fucking... in the first ever women's ladder, ladder match. match. Yo, nigga. Killed it. Killed, killed it. it, yo. Killed and the it. night started with Leo and Angel Garza killing it in a, in a, in a great match. Like, it's NXT Bruh. every single week. Every single week. And, 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 listen. We made the joke of Johnny saying anything Tommaso can do, he can do better, which it seems like is the case with him being out with the neck injury. Get well, Johnny. But I was excited for Johnny and Finn because of the story that was told there. But the -the on-the-fly storytelling and the -the on-the-fly trust to have a match of Matt and Finn... It's gonna fucking it's gonna be, kill it. It's gonna kill it. It's gonna kill it's it. It's gonna fucking should, kill it, bro. And that goes to like how deep that roster is. That bro. roster is lit. That roster is fucking deep. That bro. roster is fucking, bro. <laughs> that roster is fucking lit, bro. Like I think that rosters right now, if we're looking, like if we're comparing, like if we're doing comparisons to teams, mm-hmm. right? I think this, this, this NXT roster. Right now has to be like the the eighty like the eighty five Lakers or some <laughs> shit, bro. It's just like unbelievable. It's magic. It's it, Kareem. It, yeah. It's worthy. It's Michael Cooper. It's fucking Pat Riley on the sideline. Like mm-hmm. it's 
the atmosphere, yes. like the form, like the shit is dope, nigga. Like you come there and you get a show, uh-huh. and they're always gonna win. You know what I mean? I feel, always, I don't, I've always never gonna been win, there bro. and not been satisfied leaving. Like I didn't go on a journey. I didn't have a ride. I, I mean, there's been times where it's like, oh, there was a moment right in front of my eyes. Mm-hmm. There's been times where it's like. Damn, they just had great matches. Bro, I saw I saw Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa link up in a cage Uh live, nigga. That place he fucking erupted, nigga. (laughs) When they did the fucking shit on Alistair Black, nigga, nigga, what? That shit went stupid, nigga. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Today's episode is brought to you by Clorox. When it counts, trust Clorox the same way we trust essential workers to provide the care they give to us. Families trust Clorox to give them a safe and protected home. Our community heroes trust Clorox to keep places like hospitals and grocery stores disinfected. So I know I too can trust Clorox to provide my home with a safe environment at home we can all enjoy. So I have a story for you, Amanda. Um, with Clorox, there's one thing I definitely use it for every single time before I step into my vanity van. Uh, I love the entire place disinfected because that's where I keep my makeup. Uh, that's where I get ready. That's where my clothes are. That's sometimes where I take a nap as well. So, you know, I can use it all over like time of need. So, um, yeah, it's been really, really, it just keeps everything super clean and I, I feel super safe. For me, it's important to share with loved ones and the public in general how they can give the most care for their loved ones, especially during times like these. I mean, with the pandemic going on, with COVID going on, it's just great to be extra sanitary with all the items that are around you, caring for others, and you know, just wiping down the door handle after you use the bathroom or wiping down so the So important. The toilet. So important. The toilet handle. Don't forget the toilet handle. (laughs) So remember, when when it it counts, counts, trust Clorox. Crazy. When when Finn comes back, nigga, for the debut, nigga, that shit went nuts. Like, are you kidding me? That atmosphere is ridiculous. The atmosphere is just different, you know, and, and, and I think AEW has its own di- different thing, but right now, if you're t- looking at... Right now, AEW is an expansion team right now, yeah, man. It, it's, the still, AEW, it's still building. AEW still building. is the Texans. It's still building. It's the, and I call them the Texans because the Texans' first ever game, listen, I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan. You say you're a Jets fan, I'm a Cowboys fan. So if you know something about misery, nigga, I know something about mediocrity, okay? <laughs> misery, and that's the show right there, nigga. Misery and mediocrity, nigga. That's our two fucking football teams. So, the Texans, brand new team. They get fucking drop-off players that nigga other teams didn't want. Mm -hmm. Get Derek Carr, David Derek Carr, out out of Fresno State and beat niggas. Beat the Cowboys. An expansion team. But they ain't with no rings yet. Yeah. They, and, and they're still on a fringe of like, are, are they good? <laughs> uh, are they yeah. good? I mean, they, yeah. they, they gotta, they gotta, 
Do they got a coach? Yeah, they got a quarterback. Yeah, yeah exactly. They got some good players. No, it's a great analogy. It's a great, you know what I mean? AEW is an expansion is the, is team the of wrestling right now. Right now, for and, and they're on the cusp. Because uh, I think they have some... And they showed us something this week. They showed us something this week. But NXT right now, at every beat, they're killing it. Listen, every Di- week. Dijakovic being added to War Games makes sense. It makes sense. Uh-huh. And now... A lot of people swerved through his name out there. It was like, yo, drop me in the war games. I'm ready. Niggas like wondering, will Velveteen dream that? But we know whatever that fourth rumor yeah. is, is going to make sense. And it's going to matter. And we trust it. That's more than anything. Because we, exactly. we matter and, it, and we trust it. Because we know the roster is stacked. We know that um, uh, it's, it's just a matter of what, what you're going for. You know, it's just like a big, And they have a guy, they have a way of putting on a wrestling show. That's completely different in wrestling, and and not missing the mark as far as like the must-haves in terms of character, storytelling, consistency, taking the time to write your shit and, and make it flow. And when you're talking you know, about building new characters, my girl really don't know a lot of new people. She she's knowing NXT because she knows NXT is 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 where I'm at. So she knows, of course, Adam Cole. She knows about Matt Riddle because that's the homie. You know what I mean? She knows about Velveteen Dream. She loves Velveteen Dream. <coughs> but she, <coughs> she's just now getting into Mia Yim and the okay. character. You know, she know who Io Shirai is because that Mia interest Yim is, is dope. I think Mia Yim is really... She definitely knows about Bianca. Shout out to... Oh, God. No, I think that... Star. Like, oh, they have a lot of stars, man. Um, Bianca's a megastar. Flat, flat out, but I think Mia Yim is coming to her own. Honestly, uh, with the kendo stick to the ladder match to the getting busted with the ladder, her going, her going through the ladder, that bump, she's coming to her own. Bro, I know you were, I know you were a little bit like slow on it and not understanding it. And I was, I know? was slow on Mia, and I, I would take full accountability of saying I didn't necessarily know what Mia Yim was in this. Because we all, you know, we're going to get into this later, you know. She's a brawler. She is a brawler. Yeah. But it it took a minute for us to get that story on track. Yeah. Her joining War Games kind of like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, I'm I'm a writer, dog. Yeah. I like, y'all see what it is. I'm a a writer. I got some issues with these people. We're going to ride on these niggas. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, so and, and I, I respect that, that, that story. That, that, and on top of that, she took Dakota Kai's spot. So it's like, yeah, she's about it, you know? And my thing is, now that I'm looking, match. Now I'm looking at Mia, I would rather now have Mia in that match than Dakota. Yeah. yeah. You feel me? Uh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I would rather now have Mia in that match than Dakota. It's going to be crazy, It's going to be crazy. That war game is crazy. I can't nuts. wait. Nuts. Shout out Shout out, shout out to the women out there um, and, and um, holding it down on, on NXT. Um, we, we, we touched on AEW's uh, full gear. We touched a little bit on their show this past Wednesday. Um, of course, MJF comes out, gives the promo that, uh-huh. you know, we know he needed to give, um, you know, really letting himself be added on camera. Um, that's always great to see when a character who we know is him yeah. on character on screen like that's dope and he doesn't need anybody no, him. He uh, but he does have this guy Wardlow which which is good for now he needs a heater yeah he yeah, needs a yeah. heater he needs muscle and that works for him yeah that works, works that's great him. so shout out to aid like I said my, my high spot of this week is storytelling 
My highlight of the show, all across the board. I won't show you all across the board. AEW is right there. And, and as far as your rankings go, um, I am going to put NXT, SmackDown, AEW, Raw. Um, and when we're talking about uh, rosters, the Raw roster uh, um, and, and the analogies of sports teams, they're like this year's Browns. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, them niggas have so much talent. And whenever you see them, you're like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> They're doing what? <laughs> it's like, oh, that's... Okay, that was, Yo, they had Andrade and Cedric on, oh. okay, but then she's pregnant? What? Yeah. <laughs> Again? Another storyline like that? Yeah. Every, it's, and Maria was actually pregnant, you know, so that's cool now. Is Lana pregnant? Because Rusev, I will shoot There's been that a lot of pregnancy up. in wrestling. Like, nigga, what's who, on Raw? Like, it's, listen, uh, listen, like, wrestling you is cannot go horny hours, nigga. Do you not pay attention to Twitter? <laughs> you cannot. <Nigga. laughs> wrestling equals sex, nigga. Do you not you understand? Can, <laughs> yo, you, you, can, you cannot, you cannot put, make pregnancy, uh, pregnancy <laughs> a, a storyline twice within a wrestling year. I think this is not... Okay, Bruh. twice, maybe once. It's like okay, they're doing this wrestling thing, this drama, this so proper shit. Twice. Well, no, nah, listen. This is maybe continuing storyline. Please this out. When Maria says she was pregnant, who was the guest, the first person that Rusev? And we was like, why the fuck is Rusev involved in Mike Canella's? And Maria was that the first person? Yes, Rusev made his <laughs> he made his comeback. He made his comeback Yo. to destroy Mike Canellas. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's true. So maybe that's now this is. I think that you're. I think that's a stretch. I don't think they thought that. I know it's a stretch. I don't think they thought that. I'm just trying to. I said I smoke weed, so I'm trying to help y'all. No. it's an out. It's an out. It's an out. It's an out. <laughs> and from what I understand, you guys listen to me, nigga. So just pick this up. Yo, but they just jumped out the window with that shit. I, I, I mean, I can't kill it enough. But yeah, I mean, I hear you. Yeah, so it, it, they just they just get in their own way with, with like the Browns. They get in they their get own in way. way. Yeah. Cuz they got all the talent in the world there. Um, you know, so um but no, nah, that that it, it's been a good, you know, it's been a good week of wrestling to be honest, you know. Um I know last week you was like it was mad and you know, um I think we had more Developing, yeah, um, absolutely. this week, um, I would uh-huh. say, um, this would be kind of shout like out to the Dark Order, yeah, shout out, yeah. Dark Order, man. I know a lot of people rag on them, man. I like the Dark Order, yeah. I, I kind of don't know why they're here, but you know, I, I respect them, I respect them because tag team, man, tag team wrestling, they have great psychology mm-hmm. as tag team wrestling wrestlers. Um, so I, I and I, I like the gimmick. I'm getting. I'm starting to understand it now. You're starting to get on board. It's starting to get on board with the gimmick. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that whole thing with Marco Stunt, where they offered him the mask. Marco Stunt took. Yo, I thought Jungle Boy was small, and they got like an even smaller Jungle Boy. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> bruh. They have even a smaller it's Jungle like Boy. I'm like, what? Boy they got a light, smaller man. dude. <laughs> they got a smaller yeah, but, dude. <laughs> but I like Marco Stunt. I like him. Shout though. out he Marco Stunt, bro. Yo. I was in Marco. I saw Marco uh, perform at Guild. Um, okay. Um, uh, when he came down, and. He has a he has a thing about him, man. He, yeah. he has a thing about him. And Luchasaurus, he returned. Oh, uh, shout out to Luchasaurus! I think he has the potential to be a huge star in the AEW. He does uh, if they don't if they don't fuck it up. Yeah, if they don't fuck it up. Yeah, he should. Um, be. If I later down the line, Lucha just turns on him. 
Oh, for sure. Lucha got to be a monster. Just gotta, he just got to turn be a up monster. Boy, he got to I'm, I'm a pop. Make the kids cry with that Bruh, one. Bruh, he got to send them <laughs> niggas to hell. Bruh. Yes. Because they're so little. You got to understand. That choke slam when he does it, he has to legit. I have to. JR has to say, by God, he just broke him in half. Has to. Has to. If he doesn't, I'm turning the shit. I'm canceling it for life. I'm never coming yeah. back. So it's like, AW, <laughs> hey, if you're doing what wrestling are t- wrestlers are telling you, to, what the fans are telling you to do, like you do with MJF, just do that shit. Just do that, man. Just do that shit. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So other than that, other than that, yeah, that was a that was a good week of re- good week of wrestling. Um, I know that you know the the elephant of the week was um, the elephant of the week was. Uh, Jordan, uh, for, formerly known as Jordan Miles, uh, um, known as how we always called him ACH. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, shout out to my guy Albert for, for uh, first and foremost. Um, hope all is well. But uh, the the controversy of him um, leaving WWE, um, we've spoke you know at, at length about uh, the the controversy at hand that you know that you know the the the. Um, the, the racist t-shirt that was made for him and the outburst that happened on Twitter, um, you know, and, and it all resonated to him no longer being with the company. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what's your thoughts on that? And, and, and think, how do you kind of see um, that? You know, I think this is the only way that this, this, this could have ended. Um, however, I do think that um, Jordan Miles at this point, it seems kind of contrived, you know, um, I think that WWE is racist. Uh, but it seems at this point that he's. Let's talk about it. You know, let's have make it. Don't be. A, don't don't. You don't want to be toxic, right? So let's talk about it. Um, let's have a discussion about it. Let's um, talk about how how wrestling can get to a better place and move the conversation along. You can't just be uh, fuck WWE, fuck this, fuck that. We get it. We have to move now past that, and we have to figure out a way. And for him to not become a person in an industry that's like not hard to work with, you want to uh, un- tell your story, you know, and, and understand, so so you can understand where you're coming from, you know, people can understand where you're coming from. It can't just be flipping because people are going to approach him as flippant if he's flippant. flippant well, you know, I, I, I kind of feel him on the same way as I told my story about or MLW, like I, it. Was I aggressive by saying I want to talk to court? Mm-hmm. Possibly. Would I have been aggressive when I spoke to court? Possibly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so, I, you know, like, as rational as we try to be, mm-hmm. there's always emotion involved when it comes to um, split-second decision-making. Yeah, I hear you. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and f- for what I understand, the situation could be, um, from his point of view, is, listen, I sat on this for for a little bit. You know what I mean? I sat on it. I pondered but, but, but they took it down. So I, I, so if I, he's going to sit on it for a little bit and they take it down, then do you be like, all right, they, 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 they know they made an error here? Or do you say, a month later... They did this after they took it down. So I, I don't know uh, to the level of their 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 tactics and in, in this because we can say it's racist, we can say it's not, but they did take it down. Yeah. 
um, you gotta then approach it with the same amount of animosity and hate towards it. And I think that um, the, it was egregious, but he has to understand that hey, if you're going to be in that month period deciding whether you're gonna jump jump on it, it shouldn't be like I'm just saying fuck this shit. It should be like all right, let's have a conversation. If you want, if, if you're if you're wrestling, it should you know? it should if, have been thought out. Yeah, yeah, a it, little bit more. It, it should have been a little bit. Way. Uh, I, and I and I understand what you're saying. You know, if it was gonna if it was going to be in a way of calling WWE out, it should have not been in the form of a Twitter rant because it's irrational. Yeah. And therefore, if you're seen as irrational, that's a stigma, unfortunately, that we, we as black people, we rarely get detached from yeah. because we already don't have the end to these conversations anyway. We already don't, ha- yeah. we already don't have the, the, the positive ear tone yeah. for the conversation anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if Jordan probably, again, if, if, if ACH approaches it to where he's like, listen, I sat on this a while, you know, WWE, we need to have a bigger conversation. Yeah. And it's hard to say WWE, we need to have a bigger conversation because a lot of people will say, well, WWE puts a lot of people of color in prominent positions on television as of right now. Mm -hmm. And a lot of other merch that we have made isn't in this category of... Yeah. Being a blind spot. Yeah, and and they and might so, just hold you know him I mean? on contract and not let him out. But when he's out, I mean, he can go to MLW. Um, I think he'll be great there. Uh, but or or AEW. But at the end of the day, if he's out, like uh, I just hope he's happy. You know, and I have hope he'll be happy happy with the decision he's making. Um, but because it is a dream job, it, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like it that. Is, that is, is a dream. Uh-huh. That is a dream but, job, man. But but you don't there, sacrifice but it's, not a dream, it's not a dream job if 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 you feel uncomfortable going to work. Exactly. You know, so it's not a dream job if you feel uncomfortable. So I just think that rather than it just being reactionary, it has to be more of a conversation of on. All right. Yeah, they fucked up. How do we have a conversation moving forward for the culture? Can't just be now reactionary. If you're gonna move on. For the culture, it has to be like a conversation. Like, all right, this is well. How do we have? How do we have the conversation? Because currently, I know um, it's difficult right now because even within our fan base, we we we're so we're so even even we're so fickle. Yeah, I know, I know. We're, we're between ourselves. So, yeah. like, how can we sh- like if we can't show solidarity or anything? Then there's there there is. I mean, and, listen. There's solidarity on the other side, and it's to keep us out. Yeah, for sure. We we keep them at bay. You feel me? Uh-huh. And and if it that's uniform, that's uniform. That's coded. Yeah. That that's taught. Like you know what I mean? Like so so my thing is is like how do we you know what I mean come across that conversation because now, you know. What, what what what's next? Jordan says this, but we got street prophets eating. We got truth making bread still. We got velveteen dreamers. One of the hottest I mystique think, acts. Think, we I, got. And that's why you know, I like. like that's why I like to speak on uh, other other promotions, uh, like HOG, because there is other wrestling out there, and it only it's only through support that things like this grow. And we say, you know, you know, they say uh, for us, by us, and all that stuff. I think that people got to start to support wrestling and link up in the community and really 
just be a unit, you know, we know and, and have our conversation. We have our podcast. We have our, we're, you know, we're supposed to be linking up with other podcasts soon yeah. um, and doing that and just making us a more tight knit group. I think Wally Mania brought us together. And I think that um, it's, it's continuing to see that, hey, you know, there's more people like us than what we thought. And we clearly love this thing we call wrestling. You can't just completely say everybody just stops being wrestling fans because it's just something that you said, like, to keep us out. So do we grow with it and just keep on trying to push our way through it? Um, yeah, I think that's what you do. And because you, because we're, I think, I feel like me, I'm never going to not be a fan of wrestling, you know, personally. But you got to find a way how you can manage and have your relationship with it. I don't see ACH ever going back to WWE if he's out. And I, and I do see them keeping him on a contract like they're doing, with, like they did for Luke Harper and they kind of forced him to come back and not do shit with him. Um, they, they're keeping people on contracts because they might go somewhere else. And that's where we're at in wrestling right now. So I hope that he's not in one of those situations and he can go somewhere else and, and you know, do what he loves because he's, he's a great wrestler. He's a great performer. He's a great performer. <clears throat> he's a great performer. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> and I talk, you know, talking about business as far as WWE, you know, holding people out and people never coming, you know, possibly never coming back and, you know, uh, that t- talks about another elephant of the week, you know, that happened. Uh, Phil Brooks. Oh, back. yeah. <laughs> you know, so like, you know, I like. I forgot about that. Th- so, punk, so, yeah. so, you know, when, when and a lot, it's, it's, it's very, listen, listen, man. As a black wrestling fan, it's niche already, right? Mm-hmm. So I can care about Albert, for real. And I can care about. The you know the injustices in the wrestling community because I have one to have been you know a part of it, mm-hmm. uh, but then I can only get excited when Phil Brooks pops back on yeah. WWE TV, <laughs> man. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 nuts, dog. Like yeah. it's 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 nuts. It's it's crazy wow. and it's a it's a dilemma. <laughs> and, and, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Um, but I, I, yeah, he's showing yeah, backstage. He's, he's on backstage, and and granted, a lot of people are saying because you know he's an employee on Fox, and you know WWE's on Fox, and yada yada yada. Like regardless of regardless of the fact, it, that's WWE programming. You know what I mean? That's uh-huh. that's that's coat of personality. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hitting the goddamn. We're gonna tune in to see what CM Punk says. Come on, that's just what it is. That's That's just just what what it is. We're gonna tune in to see what CM Punk says, and that's what he's always been good at talking. CM Punk should be, and if they bring it, and this mends the bridges. Like Ultimate Warrior did a couple things, and it mended the bridge, and he finally came back. CM Punk, if this mends the bridge, and he, you know. Comes back to WWE. I don't necessarily need to see him as a wrestling capacity. I would love him to see him as a commentator, but I would love to see him as a commentator. I would love to see him even get into angles with people, maybe get a little bit physical from time to time, kind of like um, maybe mad at somebody. I don't know. Like I would love to see CM Punk just back in wrestling, just to see him on TV and just talk shit. So this is a start this to is a start. this is a start to and 
this kind of like <clears throat> rolls into business and logic almost, you know what I mean? Because logically, this makes sense for the business. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> almost like... Punk is better with wrestling than... Exactly. Without. Almost like, you know, a lot of people, you know, um, you know, when we caught it a year ago, when... When Fox inked the deal with 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 uh, with WWE, we was like they have to get something else. We said that they might get a, a show like a first take show or wrestling show. Uh-huh. We thought that NXT will go there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, and and why do you think NXT is on TV? Because there are more eyes on TV than there is on the network. So yes, WWE started a war, but not really. Not really. TNT said that they were going to be a wrestling company. Meaning, I mean, uh, TNT said AEW is going to come back uh-huh. to, to television yeah. as a wrestling. Uh, 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 and so TNT as a as a television company got back in the wrestling yeah. game. Um, with US with the, with NBC Universal not wanting SmackDown on TV. But still liking the numbers that wrestling did on TV, we're not moving production. We're not moving times. We're not moving anything. We're staying on Wednesday. We're just bringing a television truck here. So like Wednesday's kind of is yeah. already their night. Yeah. So they didn't really start a war. AW said like, no, we're gonna be on Wednesday. Okay. So like, yeah, okay, we got some big. We've been we've been waiting to use this shit that we've been working on, nigga. See a punk. Man, we've been waiting. Man, we, we we got we got we got TV deals that I already think, been. We got a CM Punk that working. Like, nigga, we've been waiting to fire it up. Yeah. This is like, nigga. This is like North Korea wrestling, it, dog. It, it, it reminds me of when uh, remember that one time. I'm not sure if you watched wrestling during the time, but there was one time when uh, Impact went. And they were counteracting WWE Raw, and WWE reached out and got Bret Hart after all <laughs> mad long years. They reached out and got Bret Hart, and this happens every time somebody <laughs> tries to compete with them. They reached out after years of not ever being on TV. They're like, "Hey, here's the bag." He's like, "Listen, here's the bag. Here's the bag. You can't get physical, but you can beat the shit out of Vince, and we're gonna have Shawn Michaels apologize, and, and we'll give you a United States Championship." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we never had an impact until like ten years later. Yeah, and they're done, you know. But uh, roll back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know they're, they're making a pivot. They're, I said pivot. they're back. Yeah, yeah. You said oh, they yeah. were done. I'm like they're back. So oh, yeah, 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 they're back. I'm they sorry. took a ten year hiatus. Yeah. They're like Captain America. No, they're yeah, but they, they had they had to they had to rebuild. Had you to. know, that was a team that that was. Moving and then yeah, it's just like okay, you got to constant, <laughs> constant rebuild. Constant. <laughs> they're, they're, like they're, the they're like the Jets. They're like the Jets. They're like the Jets. <laughs> and back is like and the Jets. <laughs> constant rebuild, bro. Our race is the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you nigga eight and eight. Eight, <laughs> eight and eight, nigga. I'm like, <laughs> it's good. It's good. <laughs> Oh, we're making, we're doing good with this shit. <laughs> For real. Oh man. Uh, um, but Yo, um, where were we? Business logic. Yeah, where? Uh, we were getting, get kind of getting started. Where, where was business? What, what was we going to talk about for business logic this week? 
I thought that we were already talking about it. We were talking about no. I was saying how biz, like how it makes sense for WWE to do all this business. Oh, okay. And oh, yo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This so. is logic for this week. Uh, well, we're supposed to be tied in with the ACS conversation, but uh, MLW has uh, the Injustice Group, right? Yeah. And we we're talking about um, business wise, and can we tell a story? Is it possible to tell a story of injustice and have tact with it in wrestling? Um, Obviously, I we th- I think that they can. They did it with Nation of Domination. They haven't done it in a very long time since. Um, and I like that it can be done with tact. Now I haven't seen what injustice is, uh, but I with 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 them having we were talking about last week having black people in the room. Yes, you know, can you can you put make sure you have somebody there just to talk to these guys when you present it. You should always have somebody within the culture to. How, make sure you're presenting it in the right way. For sure, you know. Yes, so yes, is yes. that something that can be done in today's day and age? With, you know, in the sensitive environment we live in. Well, I think you know? so, I think for sure. I mean, like I, I think we talked about it earlier, where where we said Conan is very influential in the Mexican community. Yeah, and in the Mexican, like, listen, y'all niggas not coming across the board if a the bag's not right and b y'all niggas not kind of like getting some. Recipro- uh, reciprocation, yeah, and, and like you know what I mean, and, and that's why I like Conan so much, yo. And and he's putting his people on for sure. And I wish like some of the I wish older, we had black, older black, black wrestlers people, man, that were willing to do that for the guys. I'm not saying they don't, but it also it seems like a bro, but it's it like goes, a relationship it, of like, oh, you don't listen to me, all right then. No, it, but that's the Fuck thing. You. It like, goes back to our community, bro. Yeah. It goes back to like we can't. We have a difference of opinion. Yeah. We we have a different perspective. Uh-huh. We don't come here and have the same ideology. Yeah. We can bicker back and forth, nigga, but at the end of the day, that's my nigga. I got his best interest at uh-huh. heart and I'm gonna listen to him. Yeah. And hear like, them out. And know? hear them out. Like and my thing is is like and this is like man, life is so difficult for us, dog. It is it's it it's is. difficult. As it is, already difficult as it is. It's, it's, uh, already, so, it's already so, difficult, man. So that's like, why I don't like the older gentleman always pointing the finger at the younger guys, you know, and, and when they can be like, "Hey, this is how you do it," and, and sometimes you guys can disagree, disagree, but pull them through this and have them nav- help them navigate this industry because wrestling is going to be forever, and, and that's why I'm never going to knock Street Profits or R Two for getting a bag because. That, that they they're living their life and they're supposed to do that, and you know? they're and they're, and they're but, fucking but, pushing, but pushing. But we're gonna go through moments like this where I feel like the the older OGs in wrestling that are black can be like to not necessarily say WWE is wrong or but just help pull and mend the fences and pull us through this time where it's like all right something happens and they kind of like wag the finger at the young talent that's black. They did it with Little Rush and they did it with. With, with Jordan Miles, even though you can say you you wherever you fall on the fence of the, the, the dispute, I think what Conan this is a different conversation, but I think what Conan does for their for his people, they need somebody like that, you know, and that's why we need more black gentlemen in the rooms. We say MVP should be in the PC, you know, yeah. MVP, MVP MVP should be, yeah, MVP PC, should be in the PC, you know, for like real. just in, and 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 helping uh, present stories for black gentlemen and helping them with telling them so they. Uh, stay honest, stay true, but are charismatic. He was, he had a whole, he he knows how to do it and, and, and stay true to a gimmick and, and, and be a performer. Um, just and be a professional. Be a professional, yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, and, and, and have tact. Yeah, and, you know, no, so, they, and, and yeah, I know he, he, you know I mean? yeah, I know he, like, you know, works, has worked with a lot of these gentlemen before. So I, I think that we need someone like that because it seems like when we hear 
people talk about our young black gentlemen in the wrestling industry and what they're going through. Even when the Usos go through stuff, people are not trying to like say, hey, so we support you. Um, I hope you get through this time. I hear a lot of, okay, I uh, hope they're, you know, I, I want that more brotherhood, you know, more of a brotherhood when it comes to approaching us as a community so we can tell stories like injustice properly, you know, so we can, so we can have people in the room where we are charismatic. I think the New Day, with, the, with them linking up together, that should happen more often in wrestling so you can build and, yeah. uh, and within this community and, yeah. and still tell stories that are impactful. Uh, and teaching people the wrongs from rights and saying, and, and, and not just casting people off because you disagree, you know? Um, so yeah, I just hope that business-wise, it's, it's only better for, for, for wrestling, you know, for, for that to happen, for uh, us to touch on these topics but not necessarily be so sensitive about it. And for we have black gentlemen, black older gentlemen in, in the industry, the OGs, um, teach the younger gentlemen how to tell the stories with tact as well as um, stay true and not stay true to who they are with them telling these stories and not judge them for just being who they are. Exactly. You know, just like it took us a minute to figure out like Xavier Woods is different. Yeah. From, but he's the same. Yeah. He's a lot of young black people. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he, he likes wrestling. Mm-hmm. He likes video games. And he plays a lot of Madden. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he, 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 you know what I mean? He, he's within the culture. He listens to rap. He's, he's a lot of, he, he can be on TV more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like he doesn't have to, you know what I mean? And that's the, that is, that is why, um, I believe that for the next generation of black wrestlers, Kofi's that now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Even though he's still performing, yeah, I, I think as Kofi gets, I think Kofi's going to be a Dean Malenko. He's going to yeah. be a, a, a Conan. Okay. I think, I think he, I, I think Mark Henry, and he's done it at a high level. So yes. he needs to be perfect. I think Mark Henry and Booker T had to had to had, they they they. I'm not saying they haven't done it because I'm sure they've been in the PC. They, they probably have, you know. And, but um, you know, I just the way that I've heard them talk about. I guess just rubbing No, no, how they talk, talk about, about Leo Rush, Rush, how they, they talk, talk about John Miles, or AC. It's not like a, it should be like an uncle, you know, they should be like, you know, rather like, I'm not touching this one from a mile away. Like, that's pretty much what Booker, Booker T said, like, just like, I'm not touching this from you know a mile why? away. You know why? Because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of us are, condi- are conditioned to, to, to cherish the bag. And it's not well, only, I mean, but it's not just, it's not, it's not even about the money. You can still be honest and be like, all right, this young, 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 young brother, like, um, this is how Booker you can be honest when he, he's on backstage he, every yeah, and that's why he can, we, re, he can reach out to him. He needs to be Shannon Sharp though. Booker T needs to how how Shannon Sharp was on TV talking eloquently mm-hmm. about Colin Kaepernick, yeah, in front of his white counterpart on Fox. Mm-hmm. I think that like. You need to take that risk. You do, you do. Because there's money he, in there. There's he, money in that. Shin is on it like a fucking fool in yeah. that bitch. And, and people he, call and, him and a coon all the time, but we respect it because he's him. He's himself. Um, it's 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 only the only problem. And I think Booker T already makes the bad talking because he's super charismatic. For sure. I just think that just the way he approaches the young guys, it's um, I'm not saying he has his, he has his favorites, you know. But 
I don't. I, I think he can approach this Jordan Mossing a little bit differently. I think Mark Henry could approach it a little bit differently. And it's just a more of a you don't have, you can toe the line in a way that's like you're not disrespecting WWE, but it's like yo, I want to help him out if he ever yo you have your number, reach out to me. And I think you that's know, what or, you... or or you'd be like or just hit him up, DM him like yo, you ever need to talk about something? Let's figure out how to how to manage this time because you know it could, it's hard being in the industry. You guys been through it, but it's, it's also on us as young people or not young people, but should I think you know we're thirty in our age. We are now still in a point of listening mm-hmm. and accepting help and receiving help. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? We've got to where we've got to this far without someone intervening. That type of moxie gets us, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to where it, it comes off as the biggest, the biggest part of communication is the receiver. And if I'm a person that doesn't want to receive the information or okay. receive the help, I'm I'm not. Th- then I'm not going to get it. But you still can't judge them because you know that it's hard being black in this industry. You know, and it comes off as like dismissive when I see when I hear what they have to say. It's always dismissive to, hey, buddy, I know what you're going through. It's not easy to try to figure out your character and find, figure out how to present yourself in a way that's respectable and. Also going through all the politics backstage, and then try and you know dealing with injuries, all that shit. You guys been through it. Be just more supportive of the young cats. And I see Injustice doing their thing in MLW, and it just got me thinking. Like, all right, they're telling us. They just got my mind going. Like, of how you can tell these stories, but I'm like, I'm scared because I'm like, yo, if if it's done with tact, it can be done the right way. And Nation on Domination did it. Just to bring it full circle, um, I think that we can make have these conversations, but you need those older gentlemen in wrestling to speak out when they see certain things. And you don't have to be dismissive of WWE. They just got to be like, hey, this is, I see where, you know, um, it's always, but it's always leaning towards the other way, you know, uh, or judgment. Yeah. um, People calling us black supremacists on Twitter because, you know, how, how, how dare we be support. And that's another thing where, where again, everything, everything is, 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 is so, Dominated by uneducated, unwilling to be educated white people, and 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 at at that point in time, it's frustrating because you know, for one, like you said, the company of 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 WWE mirrors the owner, so that means Vince has been seventy years, who grew up in the South, who went to ECU, who 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 knows the importance of black people. He he shows off being with Rocky Johnson and. The high chief and the rock, and he towers that like so. He he understands. He knows what it is mm-hmm. for him not to grow or to 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 be tactful in the storytelling when it comes to black people. For him to have the Quentin and we all know to have the Quentin Tarantino complex of wanting to say nigga and then does it. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. it, it it it's 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 proof in the pudding. This is a white man's game, man. Mm-hmm. And so, how do you infiltrate it? You don't. Do you just play it? You, you can, but then mm-hmm. you, 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 you're, you're, you're Booker T. You're Mark Henry. Mm-hmm. And then if you go against the grain, you're, you're, you're ACH. So, like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's only a few exit ramps for us, and it's difficult and it's when we're driving. People, it's only, it's only, yeah, it's only, <laughs> and there's only so many people that can be that, that, that must cachet. To be that for the next generation, um, I, I do appreciate that Booker T came out to Wally Mania, and he was there. You know, I got to shake his hand and everything. Uh, but you know, um, 
Mm-hmm. I know he, and I know he, he actually teaches kids. You know, yes. so he's he's well into. I'm not knocking him for helping the younger generation because he has this whole whole thing with uh, uh, um, reality, reality wrestling. wrestling. Uh, but just some of these guys need you, bro. Like they yeah. they just need your guys. They, they you need know? yeah for sure. And, and just say, and hey, your guys from Texas, dog. Like come on, hold them down. Yeah, I mean, hold them down, man. I know he's from. Uh, I think he's from like San Antonio. I think he's from Houston. Mm-hmm. But I mean, come on, dog. Like you you know it. A, yeah. a black Put southern on a, game a black and, southern yeah. wrestler dog trying to make it through the business the biggest company in the world that just got 2 billion dollars to be on TV like you know who who who's telling who's telling them no yeah that's true you know what i mean who's yeah. telling them no like just look at it from there man look at it from that perspective yeah you know i mean like that's hard that's hard bro 2 billion for wrestling nigga <laughs> We can't get two billion for fucking schools, my nigga. Yeah. McGraw down there in Texas won't motherfucking get new textbooks to send out to the world. They want to take out slavery in the fucking textbooks because they want to. Like, come on, man. Two billion for wrestling. Come on, help help niggas out, dog. It's it's deeper than you being in front of a podcast and being on ESPN Radio and being on Fox TV, dog. It's bigger than you having a wrestling fucking company and giving back to the kid. Bruh, you Booker T. You five-time. You Spinner Rooney. <laughs> you feel me? You Harlem Heat. It was never from Harlem. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? Like, so hold it down, man. I mean, honestly, hold it like, down. just... In- Look at, have, have, you know, heavy, 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 heavy is the head that wears the crown, my G. Yeah. And you king around here, dog. You king Booker. We we and you you own that, you own that, you feel me? Like you own that, nigga. Yep. For real, like CT said, niggas need you, bro. Yeah, they do. They do. So, Shit. Um, and that was that was long winded, but uh, nah, that I, was I, good. I, no, I mean, I'm just that's how I honestly feel business wise. Uh, and, and I don't think and we're not black supremacists, guys. We we do support a lot of black stuff. But Everything. We are unapologetic about it. Um, however, we, we come from a good place, and we, we love all wrestling, you know. So, um, thank you guys for listening. Honestly, I think this has been a good show. Um, this was a great show. Um, about an hour, hour and 20 minutes. Um, we about the, it's 4 o'clock right now. I'm going to try to go ahead and uh, push the button so it's up by 4.20. That's our time, man. Uh-huh. So, next time. Y'all know where it is, same place, same, well, we don't know if it's going to be the same time, but same place, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys for listening, like CT said. I'm about to actually treat my guy to some Zaxby's. Peace out. Peace. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.